Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So you can take on your day. Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. Is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon easy? Totalmente. And you get unlimited 5G data? $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan? At an amazing price? With no contracts? Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean... Totalmente. Find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate without a pay, plus taxes and fees. Discount begins the month after you enroll. Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. It's Jason and John on Memphis' Sports Station. 92.9 FM, ESPN. Who that? Who that? This what you been waiting for I mean the game was all bad just a week ago Rappers was listening, I ain't hating no Cause now I'm getting hot enough to put with one and stay at home And she can't tell the difference I've been through hell conditions Wishing for air conditioning Feeling God was never listening Now I'm on television And did I fail the mission? Your girl is tired of missionary Boy, you fail the mission Speaking of positions Just witness how I elevated Real if you celebrated Finger poke whoever hated My life accelerated But had to wait my turn Then I redecorated That mean my table turned Live life, might as well, only way to learn Is try and fail, clients are the only way to earn So if you're selling, or if you're selling rap Make sure it's mean, so the fiends keep on selling back Who that, who that, I got that flame Who that, who that, I got that flame Who that, who that, I got that flame So don't worry about, don't worry about my name I got a flame you're rolling with Jason and John, 929FM ESPN. Happy hump day to you. We're rolling through here February it's the 21st. Absolutely rolling through the weather outside. Oh, Been my gorgeous. God. Just absolutely Makes me gorgeous. feel so much better than normal. Exactly. It's 70 degrees outside. Perfect start to your son's uh, baseball Yeah, they are doing scrimmage this afternoon in Bartlett. So there you go. Very, very nice outside. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, let's say this. 
Y'all pray for John. Pray for John. It sounds like it's a disaster at his home. You got you got you got babies everywhere, right? Got got kids everywhere, but also sounds like there's sickness in the home as well that's sort of spreading through. So y'all y'all pray for John. We're hoping to have him back soon. Yeah. Right now, got a fever. Got yeah. a fever. John's it's got not a fever. like Florida though, where they have measles everywhere because people are unvaccinated. It's it's but hopefully it'll it'll be okay tomorrow. Uh, there's been an outbreak at his home, so y'all pray for him. We're gonna get him back as soon as we can. In the meantime. Yeah. Real quick before we get to the show, bro, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Okay. We, had a, we, we, we had a great talk yesterday, you and I. Yes, we did. About the We Are the World song yeah. and the documentary that's on Netflix. And it led us, if you'll remember, to a discussion about self-destruction and the East Coast rappers that put together sort of that in 1989, put together that Stop the Violence movement. And, and I was remiss yesterday. I was remiss because... If you'll remember, I mentioned, well, NWA is not in and not in this self-destruction. What I'd failed to mention, and many listeners that were that were that were on board with us yesterday pointed out to me, you forgot what happened a year later. Mm-hmm. When the West Coast All Stars, real quick, look, YouTube, real quick, put together a little something, something that did include members of NWA. If you remember, it was we're all in the same gang. It was 1990. So real quick, before we start the show, we got plenty to get to. Tiger's got a big one tonight. See if you remember this one. Yep. We're all in the same. Got Misha Lay singing on Ice this tea. thing. Dre's old girlfriend. Ice T's on it. It was the West Coast version of everybody coming together. In this case, the West Coast. So I, I, I discriminated yesterday against the West Coast. This was a year later, again in 1990, after self-destruction. And it was sort of the West Coast answer of to a problem that, frankly, you could play this today and say yes. uh, it still stands up. But this one had Dre and Ren. It had Easy at the end. It had it had MC Hammer on it right. as well. And, and to be honest with you, so for all those folks that shot at me, you were absolutely right to do so because I was well, I was a fool yesterday and not and not mentioning this song. To be honest with you, this one's much better than Self Destruction, just in terms of the music itself and how it's pulled off. So there's a little bit more music history. We've been having so much fun, Brad and I, doing this little uh, uh, throwback. We we ought to do more I late '80s it. and '90s, yes. just because it makes me and Brad and apparently some of our well-versed listeners uh, so giddy, man. Throwing back to the old days. Well, and I've this I don't, was this was the good times. I don't tell John this. Our average constituent on this radio station, 42 years old, about this old, right? They're not so, quite my age, but they're uh, they're in their 40s. And even if you don't come from this genre, you probably remember these yeah. songs because, again, they were all being played on MTV. Remember, we were all watching the same things on MTV. Pop was yes. crossing over, then rap comes in. They were all playing it all on MTV anyway. Anyway, just thought I, 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 I cannot discriminate against the West Coast version, NWA. Everybody else was in that one again. You just I mean, schooled me. And, and Easy finished it off mm-hmm. uh, with, a, with, with a great verse in that one. So... Back to today, obviously, big-time game down at FedEx Forum. It's time to see who's bought in, Brad. Uh, time to see both player-wise who's bought in, who's Penny going to play. He's obviously said he's going to go with the guys that are. Uh, and then fan-wise, you know, sort of what shows up tonight. Mm-hmm. Tonight is a blackout. Uh, if you didn't know, Memphis has put that out. So where you're black, um, this Tiger season has gotten pretty dark. And if it got, you know, you, you drop <laughs> another a good one. Metaphor. Having lost six of nine, you drop another one tonight, it's going to get even uh, even blacker. Memphis is a five-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. We've talked about a favorite of Ken Palm, I think, by uh, about five points. So that line, a little bit surprising just when you consider how poorly the Tigers could play. And then, again, the blowout loss they're coming off of at SMU. But that, that the number's five-and-a-half. John, 
you know, my line guy might not be so surprised, but this is a Charlotte team. We mentioned that's one of 11 of 12. So they could absolutely come in here and beat you. They're sitting in second place uh, in the American, the Charlotte team. They were picked, I went 13th yeah. out, of out of 14. Now, yeah. South Florida and Abdul Rahim, coach down there, was picked ninth in their first, so you got to say that's a hell of a job. But but just as just yeah, as it's it, right there, yeah. maybe just as impressive or yeah. right below it is this Charlotte team that was picked thirteenth and that is riding in second place in the American. So it's two fantastic right. jobs right. here. And my point is just this Charlotte team can absolutely come in here and beat you. It's a big week for the Tigers in terms of we'll see buy-in in terms of Penny's support for Penny right now. Well, but from yeah. a crowd standpoint, this game, obviously the result's going to matter when you have an opponent coming in here in uh, the, the caliber of Florida Atlantic on Sunday. You know, if you lose this one, who's around for that one with the at-large bids hopes, you know, close to being uh, dead, if not dead. So you, you, we'll see who's bought in, like we said, player-wise, uh, fan-wise, over these next couple of games. We'll get, to, uh, we'll get to Tigers here in a second. Number five, Tennessee. Last night was trying to avoid what happened to UConn. Number one, UConn goes down at Creighton. There was a Memphis tie. There always is Brad in that story. And then uh, number five, Tennessee was able to hold off after trailing Missouri. We'll talk about that. Dalton Connect, your boy, comes alive in the second half. Uh, helps Tennessee overcome a three-point halftime deficit against a Missouri team that doesn't have one win. Remember when we hoped that Missouri win for Memphis would be good? Yep. I had to double check. Missouri doesn't have one win in the SEC this year. It's They're 0-13. Yeah. And they had Tennessee down at the half. Tennessee was able to come back. Justin Fields, my boy. Oh, my old guy. He scrubbed all of his bear stuff off of his social oh. media. And he followed a bunch of players from a certain team. Okay. We'll tell you who it was and whether it's an indication of where Justin Fields is going to be okay. headed. Because I've been telling y'all for a long yeah. time, Justin Fields is going to get traded from the Chicago Bears. So that's some of what we'll talk about today. We'll set up the show at 1130 or so. We'll talk to commercial appeal sports columnist Mark Giannato about tonight's game, how big it is for Penny, what he's expecting in terms of shakeup, changes, those kinds of things. Who's bought in, who's not, who's going to be out there at noon. We'll do the rundown like usual. Two adults charged with murder in that oh. Kansas City Super Bowl victory rally shooting massacre. Yeah, you read the story. Terrible. They were, this is sad. Uh, two groups, basically. Uh, and we're not talking about old. You know, I think it was 20 and 19 we're talking about here that, that have been charged with murder. They were staring at each other. I mean, what? I got what? mad because one group stared at, at, a, at the other group the wrong way. And, and you, you open fire on a, on a, a group that includes you know, kids everywhere. Uh, again, just, just absolutely mind-numbing. And then at 125, of course, we'll talk to Norton Heard the Fourth like we do Every Wednesday, Team Thad Program Director and Coach, our grassroots basketball expert. We'll talk Tigers. We'll talk recruiting with him. And maybe I'll ask him a question that we're going to get to here, Brad. Put you on the spot again. We're going to do a little over-under. Yeah. Let's do that now. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over. Over. Under. Under. All right. Your lines maker. Me. Mm. I put together the numbers here. Points allowed for Memphis versus Charlotte tonight. The number is at 75 and a half. And let me give you some facts while you sort of ponder that number mm-hmm. for Charlotte. Again, this is opponent scoring. Number is 75 and a half. Memphis hasn't allowed an opponent to less than 76 points since February 3rd, the Wichita State game. Uh, they've allowed 76 or more in eight of their 13 conference games. Yep. So more than half. Remember the biggest problem, as much as we have talked about buy-in uh, from Penny Hardaway's comments, as much as we've talked about substitutions, as much as we have gone 
down the list of players who right now don't feel like they're, they're they are clearly not performing to their ability, whether they're bought in or not. You're not getting enough from the Quinnellys, the Jordanes, uh, even Malcolm Dandridge last game didn't play as much. And so we can talk about all that, but what is clearly, and, and I've said it for weeks now, and even when the Tigers were winning, but giving up 40-something point halves yeah. is the defense. Again, it, it Brad, it is now dropped to 122nd at Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. Their defense is in a free fall, and again, you're coming off of a game where SMU just scalped you for, what, 106, yep. whatever it was. So that that right now, more so than buy-in or anything else, is can you get some stops? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's where we're at with the 75-and-a-half points. Last year, Memphis was 38th. That's with Kendrick Davis at the top of the defense. Like, to fall to 122, Brad, is, like I said, is a free-for-all we haven't seen. Penny's worst team, we'll keep reminding folks, was that first one, and you can understand it, being half tubby guys, half his own, was 54th. This team is 122nd with guys you've paid high-dollar NIL to, guys that are experienced or coming in from other programs, supposed to be a lot better than this. This is the biggest issue. This team cannot get stops. SMU hit you for 58 in the first half that you shot 52%. You're down 22. So, so all, I say all that to say that's where the focus has be, needs to be. Um, we'll talk about this. You gave up well, Charlotte. We mentioned a team that can come in here and at least score that many points on you. Know what's interesting about Charlotte having won 11 of 12 is frankly they could they could make a case that they should be on top of the AAC. Mm-hmm. They lost a game to South Florida that they had a big lead in. And again, this Charlotte team is one that nobody expected anything from to start the year. But one that's got a, a a a couple of guys that shoot the ball well from three. We just saw the Jason Edwards kid uh, uh, in, from North Texas light Memphis up from three, and so this is a team that's very capable. It, it's I'm I'm going to go over here because right now I cannot, I have no faith in Memphis's ability to get stops, and it's like we've talked about with the rotation. Penny seems to be fi- trying to find guys that are bought in, trying to do it, but the guys that can that's yep. the issue. This is why I. The, the guys that can, Brad, yeah, th- they're the ones that we're pointing to and say aren't bought in. You're eventually going to have to go back to them. And so whether it's from the guys that are bought in or not, whether it's 10 guys or 12 tonight, it has to be better defensively. Penny said he's worked all week or worked in Monday's practice on defense and rebounding. Those are the two big areas right now. You've got to clean it up. I think Charlotte, though, goes over the 76. It- it's funny. Jason Munns over the commercial appeal is predicting a Charlotte win oh, tonight. Oh, boy. Yeah, and and he writes, Memphis has lost the benefit of the doubt. Oh, I agree with that. It's it's hard to push back on that. Yeah, it's hard to push back. Now, even though, like I said, even though Ken Palm's got this as a as a as a Memphis mm-hmm. win, you know, right now it's seventy four seventy, so they've got it four. Line was five and a half last yep. I looked. You know, that you, you just there's not much confidence surrounding this thing right now. Hopefully, they go out there as Penny said and uh, uh, prove us wrong in terms of you know. Uh, uh, our sort of uncertainty with this team right now. Maybe there is some certainty in there somewhere. Jason, I'm feeling good today. The sun is shining. Now, we said last week they were going to win both I games. I know. We were, we were rosy last week, and we thought they were going to win That's two. That's why we I didn't gonna... do wins or losses yep. for Memphis this week. I'm, do, I'm doing what's the most important. They need to get stops. Are they going to hold Charlotte to under 76 points? I'm going under, and I'm going oh. with Charlotte's point average for the season, which is 69.8. They are Look on at a three, you doing your homework they on are the on fly. a three-game winning streak, and we are at home. We're finally at home after a two two in a row. We lost on the road. We had our Texas string there. So I'm thinking we got a blackout. We got beautiful weather. We've got Penny, who is going to right the ship for us. It's been really toxic the last three days. Today, 
we are getting over the hump and we are beating Charlotte and we're going to go with the odds makers in Ken Palm. We're going to say that Memphis is going to win. Memphis is going to play real defense today and they're going to hold Charlotte. You're, you're going for two here. Memphis is going to win and hold them under. They're going to hold them under their se- they're going to hold them under 70. So they're going to they're going to hold them to their average of 69 points. Um okay. I like your positivity. I'd tell you you mentioned that they're 13 of 14 14 AAC teams in scoring offense at 70 points a game. Here's the issue. Only North Texas is worse mm-hmm. at 67, and North Texas just scored 76 on you. I know. I know. See what I'm saying? I know. So you have allowed bad offenses yes. to have career nights and pro and year nights on you. Um, I like your positivity, though. I'm trying I'm, to be positive, I'm because, gonna, I'm gonna go, and I'm going with the odds makers here, too, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I am, if, if John were here today, I think John would go, listen, you know, here's what the odds are. So. I, think, I, think that, I think John would t- uh, <laughs> Ripple, take go Charlotte the other way. Uh, uh, and no, most everybody seems to be no, going that way. I'm going with the analytics here. I'm going I'm to agree with you on this point. I think the Tigers get the win tonight. I Good. do think Charlotte goes over the 75 okay. and a half. Here, here's another one. Um, number of Memphis area products... On the Tigers roster next season. Oh, wow. The, Over, under. The number is 0. .5. A little bit of info here before you before you make your pick. That's tough. You're losing Malcolm Dandridge. Right. Okay. Jaden Hardaway is Penny's son, but he's not, you know, not and came Memphis. here, played that final year here of high school, played for him. But, but uh, uh, either, way, him? either way, he's gone. Okay. Okay. Jaden Hardaway's gone. All right. Look, tell me where the scholarship players are next year from Memphis. Now, you've got Joe Cooper, who I believe uh, uh, played at OB. We had him in here. Remember mm-hmm. those big OB East matchups? Yep. Uh, ended up going to, I think, Northwest in his back here. He's a walk-on who played in this last game. It's funny. Penny was looking for buy-in, and you turn to the son of Rodney Newsom, a former Tiger guy who's a walk-on to go out there and play some minutes for you because you know why. You know it matters to him. Right. But, but here's the point. Joe is a walk-on right now. And, okay, you, could you bring him back on scholarship? Sure, but here's the point I'm making, and this is why the number is so low at point five. Isn't it, if nothing else, ironic? And I'm not saying this is the – don't don't think I'm suggesting this is the answer to why Penny is where he is with this team this year. Right. But look at when this thing started. It, if It's ironic, if nothing else, that when Penny took the job – it was about putting the Memphis back in Memphis. He's at the head of it. Yep. Somebody that cares. He bled it. He bleeds it. Right? He came yes. up in it. He played for it. He represented it well. Right? Somebody, and, then, and then think about it. He took two high school rivals and Alex Lomax and Tyler Harris. Right. Sort of put his arms around and said, y'all come in here because what are we going to do? We're going to put the Memphis back in Memphis. We're going to put Memphis basketball back on the map yep. with Memphis. And it's so, it's so, when you think back on it, Remember the questions we were asking? Not only did he bring in Tyler Harris, but then you get all the East kids coming in mm-hmm. that Penny had been connected to, obviously, and coached. And the question really was going to be, and, and it was for the first couple of years, we asked this of Penny, all right, what happens after the East kids, right? What yeah. happens after he doesn't have the local guys? You know, that's how he's going to start. Sure. That's what's going to add the pop. Yeah. And slowly but surely, Penny showed us he didn't need him. Right. He could recruit nationally. The Jalen Durans and everything. I mean, he showed us early. The Imani going out and get him. Mm-hmm. The the college basketball landscape changes. NIL comes in. Uh, Memphis has shown it can compete with just about anybody in terms of the last couple of years. You go out and you get a Kendrick Davis. Yeah. You do what you did to to Javon Quinley. Those guys. Those guys were all coveted. But the point is, you 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 changed as college basketball changed. But as you did that, the Memphis sort of sort of started to filter out. Malco's the like the last one. We're talking about on scholarship right now. 
right? If I'm not the Malco, the last one. And so this is why it, it, you know, it occurred to me as, as I'm listening to Penny Monday night and Penny after these losses say, this is not Memphis basketball. It's not the way we do it, right? There's only one guy, really, two guys, Jaden's been in it long enough to understand that, that are really from here. And think about it. Like, again, one man has done this, where you've recruited at a national level so well, right? And you've, 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 you've in terms of the on-court product, been so good, you didn't need the local talent. His name was John Calipari, okay? Right. I thought, I was, all, I was there, I was convinced of it, about a, a year ago. Penny is like Cal in that instant. He doesn't need it. He let Kennedy Chandler roll. Now, you can make the argument Kennedy Chandler here at point guard instead of Imani Bates would have looked a lot better. He let Matthew Morrell roll. Look at how many years Matthew Morrell been down at Ole Miss. Yeah. I was just looking at Morrell. It's paying off for him now. Yeah. You know, a, a guy we never talked about really with Memphis, you know, in terms DJ of interest Jeffries, level. also at Mississippi State. Well, a, yeah. Another guy, Cam Jones, that's at Marquette and has been in that program for years. But when yeah. we talk about, remember how we talked about Kelvin and Jamal Shedd, and he's been there, you know. Four-year player. Four-year player. Now, yeah. and again, a guy who's been in that program. When you're talking about this don't look like Memphis basketball or you're trying to preach to a bunch of one-year guys who aren't from here, this ain't how we do it. They don't know what the hell you're talking about. It right. doesn't work, and especially in an NIL era where really you know, the, a check is just as paramount as anything else. And so, again, I'm not suggesting that – remember, and in, in Penny's defense, too, on this, because I need, if I'm being fair, I need to make this point. It's not like you've had eight, nine, ten Division One guys come out of Memphis the last few years that you've had to have, but he has passed on some that you could look at and say could be helping right now if they had been in your program. Jonathan Lawson was one of those guys, Brad, that was set to be that. He transfers out. He goes to Creighton. But maybe, again, in finding whatever the balance and the formula is and some of these you know, kids that you're going to have in your program for years so you keep the culture, mm-hmm. right, so you don't lose it with these one-year you know, turned-over players, you get more Memphis back in it. You missed on Curtis Givens the third. You missed on Billy Richmond the third. He did try, and he attempted to. And, again, you know, he's picking up those kids in his car on official visits. At least that was the deal. We saw the video with Curtis. He didn't back out like he sort of did with Kennedy. But if, if, if it's going to be about – we got to play Memphis basketball. Having a, a little bit more of that mm-hmm. seems like it would uh, it conducive to what you want to do. Again, not suggesting you're not going to go out and get one-year guys or be able to recruit five stars from out of town. But if you're going to preach Memphis, right, doesn't help you a lot when there ain't much Memphis on the team. Okay. Yeah, and, I, I and get again, where you're going with there this. There have been instances you look around yeah. and in high size 2020 guys. You know, Matthew Morrell at that time, you know, Penny's thinking he's getting Jalen Green. Right. You know, and, and so so he had his sights on other things. In hindsight, twenty twenty. So it's real easy for me to come in here today and you look at that roster. Penny came in here preaching Memphis. There ain't much Memphis on it right now. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to come back and say, man, you, you ain't recruiting Memphis anymore. But maybe you need to get some of that blood back in there so that you're not mm-hmm. the only Memphis blood in that conversation when you're saying we got to play like Memphis basketball. So anyway, the, the numbers, .5, it, you know, again, this was more uh, just an interesting conversation of how it's changed and how yes. at one time you thought maybe Penny could do this, but it has absolutely backfired on him this year. You're looking for guys for effort who are bought in. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I, asked, the, I asked the two young gentlemen we had in here last week real quick because we got to get to Mark Giannato and I got one more, but it, I asked the two gentlemen last week, uh, we had Braylon Williams – these eighth graders going to the ninth grade, right? Braylon Williams and uh, DJ Okath, um, about if they watch the Tigers, if they're into the Tigers. And we, we did it off air. This wasn't somebody I asked on air. And, and it got a couple of head nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
What did and 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 I, I believe Braylon goes to games, and I'm, I'm sure DJ has has been there as well. But what nobody did was get up on the ed, edge of their seat. You know, it used to be the life giddy. It'd be, Again, yeah. There's only been one guy yeah. who won at the highest level and did what this what this fan base expects, and didn't need Memphis talent. Penny was Penny was showing he could, but you've gotten to a point now where not having it is, has has come back to haunt you. I think in some ways, especially when you're talking about a lack of buy-in right now. Again, not the end-all, be-all. Having sure. all, we know having all Memphis guys ain't the way to go either. That that can backfire on you. But you're miss, you miss it, it. It it occurs to me. That at a time where you are preaching this ain't Memphis, brother, you let the Memphis get away from, get away, roll up out of here. Yeah, you really did. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll probably discuss that more. We'll see. Point five again. If he go, if he gives Joe Cooper a scholarship for next season, which he very well could, well, there you've got one. Yep. But the answer is it's going to be very low because you've already missed on Curtis Givens the third and Billy Richmond mm-hmm. the third, at least for now. Some of these other players, he's got ties obviously, but they're at other colleges. Maybe they come back. You never know. You never know, Jason. But like Cooper Haynes, Arshon King, again, I don't know if these again, players remember are... how Alo popped the the Memphis. Remember how much that meant to him. Remember how much. Tyler Harris came back after transferring out, and I'm sure Tyler would have told you that was a mistake. Look at the year that Iowa State had. Yeah. But comes back as a walk-on. Because right. it, what? Because it, it mat- mattered all mattered. Yeah. You were just there where it mattered. Sure. We're, we're, it feels like we're sort of losing that. Yeah, I mean, we and went may, in a different and, direction and, and, with and this it, thing. Again, if we're talking about all the right ingredients, bought in guys, it's going to include some Kendrick Davises and some David Joneses and those kinds of guys, but – Probably should include some more Memphis if you want him to care, especially in this new NIL world, as much as you as as much as you do, right? And well, that's it, the whole play for the city, especially thing. when you're preaching Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. This don't look like my Memphis. Well, Penny came from a Memphis that was all Memphis, man. Playing yeah. with Billy Smith, East High, right? You know, it, Penny knows what. But r- right now, he's he's like the only one representing it. Malcolm, from time to time this year, and I give Malcolm credit. He feels like he's having the best year of his career, but he's limited in terms of what he can do for this team. I might want to get some more more Memphis. Real quick before we get to Mark Giannato, uh, you'll like this one. Number of games played for Brandon Clark this season. I set the number at four and a half. Over Grizzlies under. have 26 games left here in the second half of the season. And have you seen the videos? Brandon Clark is looking yes. darn good in those workout videos with Jaron Jackson Jr. down in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Duncan slapping the backboard. He's feeling so good. He's shooting threes. The bounce. Yes. You know how De- uh, uh, Brevin talks about the bounce of Gigi Jackson? Looks like It looks like Brandon's got his bounce back. Yeah. So that's a good sign, especially coming from the nature of the injury that he is. Um, and here's my deal before, we, before I get your guess here. Because he is such an important part of what needs to be a bounce-back contender season, we've put him at six in the lineup. Hopefully he's not in the starting lineup next to Jaron Jackson. That would represent a bad plan to me. We've, we've put him at six as the sixth guy. I want to know. I, I want to have a a good comfort level going into next season. What he looks like back up there, out there getting up and down the floor with guys pushing him around, and everything else. That's why you bring him back. I don't need. I'll be honest with you, Brad. I don't need to see Desmond Bain or Marcus Smart again, but I do need to see Brandon Clark again coming back from what the Achilles coming back from that level of injury. I want to see some of that if I'm the Grizzlies front office. So I think it's smart to play him. Right, 26 games. You don't need to play him a ton because what you don't want to do is risk injuries just like with everybody sure. else. But don't you want to see some Brandon Clark run? If you, you, Brad Carson, but you too, if you're in those front office shoes, don't you want to see a little bit? Yes, yeah, you're, you know, 
you, you don't need to play him 35 minutes, certainly, mm-hmm. but a minutes restricted. Sure. Four or five games. I got it at four and a half. What say you? You think I we'll say, get more than that? I would say over, but the other thing okay. I would point out is you also want to give him hope heading into the offseason and confidence. In other words, Agreed. imagine mean, if that. you don't play a regular season game or you play two games and all you're like, that. well, I only played two games. Like, if you get five, seven games under your belt in the regular season, that's why we do scrimmages because you know, man, did you see what I did against the Wizards on that April game? Did you, you see what I did against Charlotte in that March percent. game? So you, it gives you confidence heading back into the workout program for the summer. I think that's the way you handle it. Yes. Right. And so I, It's got to be over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I mean, whether it's five games, six games, I, again, I'm not uh, talking talking about playing Over. them 10, 15 games. No, here. I'm with you on but this. I, but I want to see Brandon Clark out there, and I imagine that front office does too. looks like – I mean, Taylor Jenkins said, I think it was last week, that they're, they haven't talked about shutting anyone down. No. And so, uh, again, you could talk about Marcus Smart and Desmond Bain, but you'd also apply that to, to Brandon Clark. Yeah. And okay, maybe there's a good chance he comes back. And so I think, I think with him specifically – you know, Marcus is a veteran. You know what you were getting when he went out. You've invested a lot, so you feel pretty good about that. Desmond Bain, we know. Him specifically, you want to see some more yeah. uh, before this season ends. So that's I'm, I'm going over on the uh, four and a half, no question about it. So we've got a lot more to get to. We'll ask Mark Giannotto what he thinks and how, how you sort of handle Brandon Clark and his return from a, a, a major injury and surgery, obviously. Uh, we'll do that when we get back. But first, let me tell you, you can get bucks with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Again, you can bet all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. They've got those live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. The pre-made SGP is really good if you're just learning how to put together a same-game parlay. Want to figure out, you know, how you like to put it together. Uh, Those pre-made ones, see how everyone else is doing. Nice little way to learn how you want to build your SGP. Just visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith. Shoot your shot. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fano.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hello, Memphis. Former Tiger, current Pittsburgh Steeler, Calvin Austin III, back home with some great news. If you appreciate speed like I do, order your wings at thewingguru.com. 21 flavors of lip smacking goodness. In just a few clicks, you have the sauciest, crispiest, and most tender wings you've ever put in your mouth. Ready for pickup or delivery. It's never been easier, safer, and faster. If you want the best and you want it fast, go where I go. The Wing Guru. Visit thewingguru.com. 
Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Savings based on discounts and vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower-than-low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. So it's easy to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save with our 99 cent sale on Michelinas, Powerade, Starkist Tuna, and more. Only 99 cents each when you mix and match five or more with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's leap year, so jump into big savings at Gossip Kia on the Pike. New 2024 Kia Forte LXS gets 41 MPG, $239 a month, $27.99 do it signing. How about seven passenger seating? Get 2023 Kia Sorento LX, $319 a month, $34.99 do it signing. 2024 Kia Telluride LX, $459 a month, $34.99 do it signing. All 36 month lease, and don't forget, every Gossip Kia comes with a 10 year, 100 thousand mile powertrain limited warranty so call bobby j to put you in a new kia today that's gossip kia 1900 covington bike or online anytime at kia covington bike.com if you want it we got it and got it all 650 acquisition, V4 RE722812, MSRP 21590, Sorrento, PG242710, MSRP 33010, Telluride, RG462822, MSRP 38705. Includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax title and license. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through 22924 with approved credit, dealer stock only. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. After suffering an injury, you may face many hard questions. What will tomorrow bring? Which firm should I choose to represent me and my family? At Morgan & Morgan, we will hold your hand every step of the way. From our one-click sign-up, mobile apps, and 24-7 availability, we make it easy to get your case started right from the comfort of your couch. All firms are not the same. The choice is easy. Morgan & Morgan, for the people. Injured? Visit ForThePeople.com for an office near you. It's a mystery where Old Spice finds its amazing scents like Himalayan sea salt, but I'm thrilled they have because no other body wash exfoliates and moisturizes 24-7 like Old Spice Gentleman's Himalayan sea salt body wash. Now, if only there was a mountain range separating the Indian subcontinent from the Tibetan plateau where I could hide my Old Spice and keep my family from stealing it, my impossibly smooth skin will finally be safe. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes choice of JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. It's February, and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This afternoon, breezy and warmer with a high of 72. Weather brought to you by Robert Half. Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Mark Giannato is an award-winning columnist for the Commercial Appeal. Co-host of the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Of course, that's every day right here from 2 to 4 on 99 FM ESPN. You can follow him on X at MGianato. Read him at commercialfield.com. Are you on TikTok, Mark? Do I need to be putting out your TikTok um, I'll say handle on I have a TikTok account, but it's uh, it's like okay. a to monitor. It's like because like sometimes people have posted on it and I need it for work purposes. But like it's not like uh, I've not, I don't think I've ever made a TikTok post. It, it occurred to me that I introduced everyone still with their X handles, but that's yeah. kind of outdated now, right? I need yeah. to be introduced. Like I have, an, with their I have an Instagram IG and their TikToks. I have like an Instagram account, but like that's more like. You know, it's like personal stuff. Like I don't oh, yeah, really yeah, like yeah, yeah. use it for work stuff. I, mean, I probably should, but like, but you know, like you, can, you know, most of the people who follow me on there are just like friends. You know, like I got you. you know, I'm not. But um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at mgianato if I uh, am okay with it. Your uh, <laughs> your colleague over the commercial appeal, mm-hmm. um, who does a great job, Jason Munns, predicts. Tigers lost tonight, 76-73. Yeah. And there was our 76. He's got him right at 76. We said yeah. the number was 75 and a half. He's got Charlotte winning. I, and as he, I, I think, fairly writes, the Tigers have lost the benefit yeah. of the doubt. That's that's his whole thing. Are I mean, you with him? Well, listen, I, I think I should probably get out of the prediction business considering I tweeted before the SMU game that I had a feeling they were going to win oh, on I Sunday. Saw that, but we said and, they're going to win both games last week, so we're, and, we're right here with you. And uh, We yeah, look like but, idiots. Yeah, but dude, it was I, that was like an all-time like really bad tweet. Yeah, like, I shouldn't say really bad, just like inaccurate. You know, totally yeah. totally terrible What prediction. I like is the accountability. I saw it on there. Um, I like the accountability. And, you know, I was, I was hoping for the best. You know, I, you mm. know, I like covering. I wanted to. We all are. Everyone loves the NCAA tournament. I wanted to like oh, cover a team that was at least it. battling for a tournament berth. And, you know, I guess there is a scenario where they win their last five and you could talk yourself into like, oh, well, you know, maybe they're back on the bubble. But I don't think that. Even I think if they win five in a row, the two wins over Florida Atlantic, you're going to damage Florida Atlantic by winning two. In, and, and now VCU ain't even quad one anymore. Fr- frankly, if I had to predict... I think the AAC is going to be a one-bid league this year. It, it should. It's ninth best in the country. It's fallen. The only way it's not a one-bid league is if Florida Atlantic closes strong and then, like, say, loses in the title game or loses to in South the semis Florida. or something like that, and South Florida or Charlotte, Charlotte. or Memphis wins the conference tournament. Florida would go Then you could maybe get two teams in. But I, if I had to guess today, I think like, the AAC is going to be a one-bid league. I'm in agreement. All right, tell me what the what the bought-in difference is going to look like tonight in terms of a starting lineup. Are we really talking about putting Joe Cooper and guys like that out there, or are we going to look up and see Quinn only back out there? What do you think? I think I don't. I don't think you can, with a straight face, after what was said after the game against SMU, start Quinterly or Jaquan Walton. I know he didn't name them, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, they've been you, on our you, list. We've been talking. You about didn't. Them you didn't need to name them. Um, I, I think it would. Now, do I think those guys are going to get totally benched? No, no way. No, um, I don't think so. You have to win. Um, no, I think you know maybe you see Jalen Young out there. He he barely played against SMU. He played like one minute. What's up with that? Um, I mean, he's coming back from injury, I guess. And you know, ultimately, and they needed all. You know, they were falling behind. Like you know, ultimately, he's not. 
his weaknesses as an offensive player. Right, but he's um, the one guy that you feel like is a, uh, has been a spark defensively on a team yep. that ain't playing none right now. Yeah. I figured he'd be out. If he, if capable, maybe it's just all injury-related. Yeah, I mean, I think it was part. probably yeah. he was just coming back still. from injury mm-hmm. still. But, yeah, no, I mean. Like you need him. I mean, I think all, I mean, I think you're going to say, I mean, <laughs> if I had to predict today, like how many guys are going to play in this game, I oh, would yeah. say like 12 or 13. Oh, yeah. Right? I thought like, that was too easy an over-under on the today, but he's going to uh, play the over. Like, um, but. I mean, I guess the start. I mean, Jones will definitely be in the starting lineup still. I would suspect Naquan Tomlin will be in the starting lineup because those seem to be the two guys who actually seem to yeah, put in some effort. Right seem to put in some effort in that game at SMU. Um, I'm going to guess, even though it's not talked about a lot, but part of I think what's gone into them being not great over the last month is like. Jordan hasn't been very good over the last month. Like he was pretty good the first couple months, and then no rebounds. Yeah, he's like you know, but his like court awareness is not great um, when you watch him. But maybe he plays because at least he's like I don't think effort is the problem with him necessarily. So maybe it's or, uh, I could see Dan. You know what? It'll be Dandridge. Dandridge. It'll be Dandridge and Tomlin down low. Jones as your three, and then maybe Pierre. And he did that against uh, Rice, didn't Pierre he? and Young, maybe like right? Doesn't that seem like maybe maybe you go the with sh- that to start the bought in lineup? Um, you know, I mean, like, listen, Jaden is bought in, but like, I- I'm just gonna be honest, he hasn't played very well this year. If you were if you had the Jaden from last he, year or two years ago, I'd be okay he, with playing. He's him. been abysmal from three. He's been abysmal, and he's not a great defender. I know Penny said he's really solid, but he hasn't been a great defender this year. And then. I, I actually think, like, you know, Ashton is a guy who really intrigues me. He's just not ready this year. Like, he needs to, like, add 10, 15 pounds of muscle so he can compete. You know, like, it, yes, I guess if he's on from three-point range, he's useful right now. But, like, he's old, he looks like a true freshman out yeah. there in a league that isn't conducive to true freshmen. I'm intrigued in the same way that you are with him, but with Jonathan Pierre. Because yes. he has the size. Well, Jonathan Beer's older, too. I mean, Jonathan yeah. Beer's I mean, been is. in college. This is his like, third year of college. and Getting the most out of that. And, it and, seems to me, like, when he's played these last two, three weeks, he's, like, done he's some helped. good things. And so, and, like, if you're thinking about next year, like, that seems like a pretty decent building That's where block, I'm at, a but, thousand percent. But I also think, you know, like, I, I do think moving forward, given what he's gone through, you also have to consider, you know, locker room dynamics and, even Jonathan Pierre was pretty upfront. Like he, he wasn't the greatest locker room yeah, guy on. for for right. a part of this season. Well, maybe he's one of the guys um, who's been through it and now gets it and can yeah. help you going forward. Yeah, That's more so reason to keep him. I would say that would probably that would be my guess at a starting lineup. My, you know, but who knows? Everyone's going to play. I, you know, and and, and I, I will be interested to see how they respond to. You know, like I mean, Penny. I know he's he. People talk about he's he. You know he kind of blames the players frequently after losses. You know, like he. You know, I came up with the best. I had a great game Perfect plan. Perfect game. They plan. didn't. They didn't execute brilliant. The other day brilliant. It was a brilliant game plan. Um, but I still thought the SMU game was like to another level in terms of like criticizing the players, and I actually thought it was war- like. I thought it was sem- pr- pretty warranted after. Like, I just thought the SMU effort, their effort in that game was pretty pathetic. And it'll be interesting to see how they respond. Like, this is, can go to, you know, they, they ain't going to stay the same. It's going to go two ways. Either they are going to, like, completely crater. Yeah. And, like, you know, if they, they like, if they put out, put forth the effort they did against SMU and lose by double digits to Charlotte, like, you're talking about them maybe getting booed off their own home floor tonight. Or... Maybe this is, you know, like we've seen in the past, 
the one the reason why Sunday was so kind of jarring is like you could say a lot of different things about penny coach teams in terms of critiquing them and the flaws and all that. His team's always played hard for him. Always. I, I can't remember a game. Particularly defensively. And that team felt like on Sunday it kind of quit on him. And like are they is that was that one game? Was that for the are they done now for the season? Have they cashed everything right. in and right. they're done like I think tonight is gonna be uh Pretty good evidence. We're going to know tonight what the heck, where this team's at, so to speak. Um, you know, even though, again, the tournament is a long shot at this point, um, is this going to be a total cratering down the stretch um, where they lose four or five or whatever? Like they just completely implode. Um, so my, my guess is it probably ends up being somewhere in between. They're not going to win five in a row, they're not going to lose five in a row either. They'll probably go like two and three or three and two. You know, and then you go in on T if you're not hosting games. Um, you only do it to host, right? Because that's the revenue. That would be well. The, the thing point is, the, it, the, right? the other, the variable in this is, can they host at FedEx Forum this well, year because the tournament's going I'm on? I guess I'm just with that and the fact that they're not good. I'd just go just with the scenario that you'd be on the road. Would it even? Would it be worth it? <sighs> only in the scenario you want to see next year's guys. Some of them. Maybe. And yeah. No, nobody here wants to see that. It doesn't help. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. terms of the fan base. I mean, it is poli- rare that you, because like the NIT, at least they pay for you to go. Like the CBI, you have to you pay. You have to pay. I know. You you're not paying for that. Memphis will never do those. I yeah. remember that I was writing that back then. Um, But it's just so rare is it, is that it a smart, team turns it, smart it down. To go if you're, I mean, that's what I'm Is it smart? Let, let's just get to. Yeah, starting to turn it. Is it smart to go if if even if it's part of next year's plan? Is it smart to make it a part of next year's plan? What do you I, do with I, North I Carolina? I wouldn't be do? opposed. I wouldn't be against it or for, like whatever they decide is fine okay. with me. Is how I guess I would phrase it. But like they probably are going to have to go on the road. That's what uh, I think. I think with your with the tournament being here, unless you want to play a game at like Lander Center, they're not going to be a high seed in the NIT with the way they're playing. But like playing a game at Lander Center, like we're talking about money, like you got to pay to do that, you know. Like and then El Marone is that big? Enough? Like I don't right. even think they have they have men's lines there. You know, I don't know if that court's lined for. I guess they could do that, but like, I, yeah, I, okay. it's a tricky spot. I would. My gut would tell me, especially if it like ends, like if they go out with a whimper, like I think you just might as you don't well don't do it. Yeah, just might as well move on. Okay, let's talk about. I'm very eager to get to this with you. We discussed a little mm-hmm. bit off air. I think it might be the biggest question for Penny this offseason, or maybe the biggest recruiting job. Can you keep David Jones with what he's doing? No, obviously scouts are watching, but it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like there's a ton of traction in terms of mock drafts or anything else for yeah. David right now. That could still go up. Can you keep it? Is it important? How important is it? And can you keep David Jones for next year? We know he's got well, another year. In terms of importance, I mean, I think. What do you think? I think it. I think it would be really helpful to have. Like, I mean, we're seeing it. Like, he's, he's bought in. He's bought. He's bought in, and now you kind of know. You could okay. I know. Like Penny has admitted it. He didn't know how good David Jones was when, when he, he recruited him, mm-hmm. and now you kind of know how good he is, and also you know what his flaws are, and you can kind of rec- you know like okay, I got my number one option on offense. Recruit now, I can recruit like you know, like David Jones would be a lot better if he had like two really good perimeter defenders around him. You know, like mm-hmm. that, that. You know, like you don't need necessarily your point guard doesn't need to be some huge offensive weapon yeah. when you have David Jones. I agree, but you need like like you, like. Alex Lomax would have been like probably a good point guard to go alongside David Jones, you yeah. know, like, uh, but 
Um, Everybody I, wanted Alo gone when he was I know, here. Now everybody I know, wants him no, back. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, you know, you need you oh, need yeah. role players. Like you know, ultimately, like and again, Alo was one of those guys. Like you never question the effort. That guy, yeah, I was just telling uh, you Brad, never question he, the effort because he, he was Memphis. He cared. Um, he didn't have to worry about. And Biden. so I would say it would be important to me because I think you need some sem- what we've seen this year compared to last year. Last year I was counting up. They had like if you count Chandler Lawson. As a transfer, even though it was his second year, mm-hmm. they had like seven transfers last year on that team. Um, but then they had DeAndre, Alo, mm-hmm. Malcolm, and even like you know Chandler. Even though he was a transfer, was you know one of Penny's guys. Yeah, playful. Um, and like it feel in that. Whereas this year's team had what nine, ten transfers or whatever it was. And so you want to have you know it's going to be hard, but you in this day and age, and especially with how this season's gone, but you want some continuity within the roster. Like, we've seen, like, that feels like it's going to be important. And it felt like, frankly, you know, I don't know. I think it was probably misguided for Penny to think this way, but he's made clear, like, part of him, the roster construction this offseason was in his head. He was thinking, we're going to get DeAndre DeAndre on this waiver, even though compliance was telling him the whole time, you're probably not getting this. Um, So, you know... That vision maybe was a little misguided, but to be fair to him, like I do think if you have someone like DeAndre here, this comes together a lot cleaner, if you will. Um, but I think it's important if you can keep some of the, like especially him. Like, you know, like, yeah, maybe you can keep Pierre and Sharon Font and Ashton, Ashton. but like those guys aren't like, they weren't big parts of this team. They weren't like they weren't. That's what I'm saying. And you don't need to rebuild by doing another and they're nine younger. or ten guys. So that's yeah. why it feels like. Now David I will Jones. say, like Jones is not like the leader type. Like he is very much a. Well, that's why you go get that point guard you're talking yeah. about, right? That that could be a setup guy now, and be a leader. Now, can they? That to me is the bigger question because even if he doesn't get drafted, I think he's got a pretty good shot at being like a two way guy. I mean, Lester did it and got up out of here with a similar. You know, yes. And you figure there's going to be more on the table for David Jones than there was for Lester. Lester. But at the same time, if David Jones is going in his head, like, I can be a two-way guy. And, uh-huh. like, if I, you know, make some NBA appearances, well, that's, you know, maybe, like, an extra 100000 or whatever. You know, like, and how old is he? Yeah. Older, and that's the other thing. Right? Like, he's from the Dominican. His dad passed away a year ago. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. the money situation. Like, he might need. I mean, but at the same time, he's going to make money at Memphis. So, to me, it's a. And then you, if you're him. You factor in, you know, it's interesting because it's like, I don't know if he's going to have a better year than this year statistically. It's a good point. And it didn't really seem to, it doesn't seem to be like pushing his stock super high at this point. Or is there any promise that you make the tournament next year and look great to your point, um, whether individually yeah. or as a team? So I think it's really up to him whether he wants to start his professional, like his actual professional career. That's a career. big one, man. That feels like a big one. Yeah. But like, you know, and, but if you can, you know, you can get, you know, if he can make five, six hundred thousand dollars at Memphis. I know that's why I feel he's got a chance here. That feels what like what you've got, you know, it feels like you've got an opportunity there, um, and it would be huge for the. I think it would be big for the program to have one of the best player, you know, the best player on this team coming back next year to provide again some like continuity and stability a little bit within the program. I think it would be important, but. <laughs> You know, ultimately, he might just want to play in the NBA. Like he's he's right. played in college four five four years at this point. I mean, he might just want to play in the NBA. Uh, talking to commercial appeal columnist Mark Giannato, follow him on Twitter at mgiannato. I, I should say the G League. G League. Yeah, uh, he is a read him at commercialappeal.com. All right, Brandon Clark going to play, and how much? 
he's looking too good not to play, right? Let's see him. I guess I'm I'm kind of in the camp of like you don't need it. What you just wait till preseason next year? Yeah, I mean may, maybe with him. I don't want a Stephen Adams situation where we get there and then all of a sudden it's like oh it ain't feeling so good. Maybe with him you want to get a look. I'm I'm firmly in the camp of like I think Desmond Bain and Marcus Smart should have played. This should be their last game. They've we're, had we're, we're all together on um, that. Like all I don't, of us here. I don't think you get like everyone's some. Oh, you want to see him play with Gigi and Vince and whatever? It's like Please. it's going to look totally different with Ja. Like we saw when Ja came back, it looked totally different those nine games with Ja Morant. Yep. And so if Ja's not playing in these games down the stretch, like I don't think it's really going to mean I that agree much for those guys. For the yeah, I mean I could see for Brandon if you want to get him a few games to get him. And I think if you listen to Zach Kleiman's words carefully a couple weeks ago, he used the phrase, "There's not really a timetable for Desmond Bain and Marcus Smart." But then when the topic turned to Brandon Clark, he was like, "Maybe we'll get some." You know, as your point, you know, maybe we'll get some games in so he can get some momentum going into the offseason. Um, so that's fine. I mean, if they, if they want to play him for a few games, you know, play him 20 minutes in like, you know, five, ten games down the stretch. So I asked Jess a version of the question, but for mm-hmm. you, it, it, you know, Brandon Clark could be a part of it, but what's the most important thing for you want to see the rest of the way? Howard, what is The rest of games? the way? I just don't want any other injuries, injuries. Probably should be at the top of the list. That's, I don't that want any injuries that are going to affect the offseason or next season at this point because next season is so important for the franchise, it feels like. The next two years feel so important for the franchise to yeah. really start maximizing no, I mean, that's what, what they've have. got. Um down the stretch, um, it feels like you found two for the rotation next yeah, like year. Kinda, sort of, it almost feels like work done because like you're not going to too many more of these guys. I kind of feel like I've seen enough from Vince and Gigi to convince me, like, okay, you're going to be part of next year's team. Yeah, like, you're, no you're important. You guys are going to be important guys. And so, uh, and then, like, I've seen enough from Zaire and, you know, like, and and Rod and I guess Roddy's not even on the team. And Conchar, like I've seen enough from them. I kind of made up my mind on them. Like yep. I'm I'm of the opinion like Zaire, you probably need to move off of. And Conchar, if he's your thirteenth, fourteenth man, you know, if he's that like twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth man who like if you're in in a pinch with injuries, you can pl- slot him in there. Like that's, that's great. It, that's it, great. I don't know about it. if at six million. I think it goes up to next year in that spot. That's a little much. No, you're to, right. You're right. Down if you can there, trade, if I mean, yeah. I because would get, if you can if you year. can put him in a trade, I'd put him oh, in a trade. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. he's one way or the like, other, he's going to be 11 to 15. You and can't then, like, him six I know other people are, you know, like, a lot of the fans on social media, whenever one of these two-way guys has a big game, gets all excited. Oh, I but know. Like, We're I, trying to find the next one. Yeah. It's like you're not going to keep finding It's like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think Lamar Stevens is going to be on the team I next know, year. I know he's looked okay, but I don't think he's going to be on the team next year. Trey Jemison, don't think he's going to be on the team next year. Maybe is a two. Maybe he gets to keep his two-way. Scotty. Yeah. Scotty's the one who's looked pretty good, and as a two-way, I can I see agree. him staying. Um, now he's hurt now, but I, I've actually liked his game. I've, I've been impressed. Dude, he by, has looked by him. confident. Doesn't yeah. you know? No self doubt. Knows what knows where to get the ball. But like, that's the kind of guy you need, don't you? Because because you don't need Derrick Roses anymore, do you? You're going to need cheaply paid or rookie point guards behind. Josh. I mean, Rose is cheap too because he's on a he's a, essentially a minimum deal. Um, but the problem with Rose is like you know he can't play more than like one game that's at a saying. time. You're not playing. <laughs> like you're can't. not playing. Yeah, I know it's um, good on the and so with the deal. Yeah, it'll be you know it'll be. Uh, I'll be interested to see what they do roster construction this offseason because I think it's going to be a busy offseason. Like I was just talking to my wife. Like usually we go away. 
to uh, northern Wisconsin over Fourth of July week, and mm-hmm. for where her parents have like these cottages and stuff. And, like, there's no cell reception. The internet is real spotty and whatever. Like, you're, like, literally in, like, usually during NBA free agency period, we're up there. And I have to literally, like, go to the next town over, Eagle River, Wisconsin, because that's where you oh, can I've get. Heard, I've heard yeah. you talk about that on radio. Yeah. So, but, like, this year I was, like, to Lindsay because, like, it opens on July 1st. I go, we can't go up to Wisconsin until July 3rd. Like, I need to get, I need to, on on. July 1st and 2nd, I need to have access to internet because I think the Grizzlies are going to be, I think like we're going to see them do some stuff either around the draft or around then. Yes, you've indicated to me it's much, it it was last week we were having this conversation that it's much more than just getting a center. That's your, that's where you're going. To me, I think they're going to remake the back end of the roster. I think that's what, that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, that's what they'd like to do. The back end, the back end. Yeah, like I think, just cleaning out the, I think one, I mean, one through four they've made clear is set. Okay. I and think then, I think dang near five through ten is set. Well, then five. Well, they need they just need, need a, that. Center. They need your number right, five. That's the hole. But then you've got Brandon Vince, Santi Canard, Gigi. You see, like I'm not like. Are you sure Santi's going to be back? Oh are no, you I'm sure not. Canard's right going to be back? Be, no, I'm not. I'm not. But right now on paper, because I think that's to a, get the right, if you're not going to get a rookie center, but I think cap space wise, you might have to. You might have to. Leave you know, might have to you know trade Canard or whatever. That's, that's scary because you have a lack of three point yeah. shooting on this team. I know, but that's why I feel like. It, but I think to get like if you're Kennard not going to go rookie center, like to make the to, I mean, I guess you, you could trade for it. Like that, that is a possibility, and maybe you can get off Zaire right. in the trade, get off some money in the trade. Conchar, you know, six. but but I, my gut tells me like you know no like. You think if you're trading Zaire, Zaire's not going to be something to get you something. Oh, Zaire's going to be something you're going to have to like add out here, hopefully. Yeah, but like you're going to like that's you paying. Like they're going to make you pay for having to give up Zaire. You know what I mean? Like Zaire's not necessarily an asset right now. It feels like he's more like uh, he's a he's a oh, yeah, you figured out the tax he's a tox he's a yeah. toxic uh, thing for you that you you're trying to get rid of, and so. I think there's gonna. I think there's gonna be more than just a new center on the mm. team. I'll just put it like that. I think there's gonna be other people introduced into this mix, if you will. But and again, it might not be. You're right. right if the, just the center is the most important thing, yes, you need to take the vacation. Oh, we're taking the vacation. We're just gonna leave on July 3rd instead of like. Usually, we'll go like the week before Fourth of okay. July. Yeah. Well, then don't worry. Yeah, we're yes, still taking the vacation. Okay, you're going. Yeah. We're still going. I, I just, I, don't I, just wanna... be, I just, I don't think there'll be that much activity that's that important. You'll have the center yeah. thing. You'll Maybe. Be good. You'll be good. Yeah. And and I think it's you know a lot of it's gonna revolve around this draft pick. What do they do with the draft pick? Do they draft? Do they actually make a pick? In the top ten? I just can't. Or I, I, my, my feeling is Wiseman didn't help Golden State. My my feeling is unless you have the number one or two pick and you can literally pick you can go okay who's the best center available we're gonna take him. Other than that, you to that me stuff. I'm trading that and even then I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about trading because you can get a, can get a lot more for a number one or number two a pick like percent. one of these four, like Alex Sar like I've never seen this guy like I mean me uh, like I don't know he's French right and they say he's raw offensively I know that's not what you're looking for but it could be. And then, like, the, everyone's talking about the Klingon guy, and it's just like, you know, like that guy's going to get hurt within three years. I just know he it. He doesn't play enough. Yeah, like, I just know it. He's going to get hurt within three years. Like, he, we are, like, let's just be honest. They got enough guy. like, they got enough guys who have, like, injury history on this team. Like, yeah, they just man, traded no. a center. Like, if we were going to have a center with injury history, could have just kept Steven Adams. 100%. Like, I mean, you know, like, 
they don't need another center with injury history. There's too much baggage there, even dating back to to beat and all that. I guess he just couldn't play. He wasn't hurt. Mm-hmm. He, was, he just couldn't play. Uh, the last important question I have for you is what your commanders are going to do. Are you willing to give me a lot to come up to one, or are you going to be just fine with Drake May or Jaden Daniels at two? That's what I need to know from you, commander. Yeah. It's a tough call. I mean, I think they want. I think they want Caleb because he's from there, he's right? From and everything DC. else, and yeah, this is a, can, They're saying I mean, he's they generational. They literally just went and got his. They got Cliff Kingsbury as their OC. I know. Um, so you want him? I know. You willing to give me the two first rounders? I seek. We're going to learn a lot about Josh Harris as an owner with this the number one pick because I can tell you who would trade up for the number one pick. Dan Snyder, Snyder would have. <laughs> he uh, did it for RG three way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly what he did. Traded a haul of stuff just to move up two spots. Didn't he like? Was it the Ohio State quarterback too? He liked. Instead? Yes, they also picked. Well, because yes, Haskins. Haskins. Snyder went, lo- loved him because he, he was. Haskins went to the school twelve that games. Snyder's kids went to. Snyder would want Jaden Daniels. He would want the black quarterback, wouldn't he? No, he would want Caleb, the locals. You well, could try and yeah, sell first, tickets yes. and whatever. Yeah. But so he would make um, either one. He would take I, the black guy. He I wouldn't take think, Drake May. I do think. Well, I think there's some. You know, they just had the UNC quarterback. A UNC quarterback in uh, Sam. Uh, what am I? Al. Al. Um, yeah, I, I think there's some leeriness Trubisky. of like dra- and you know drafting another one we of know these all UNC. About that here. No, I think I. I I would guess like Jaden Daniels would be the pick if they don't get Caleb. He might end up being the best one of the three. That's what I'm scared is going to happen, and 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 the Bears miss out on that, just like CJ. Yeah, but you, I you miss out I, on the one that was. I'll be really interested changer. to see what they do. I mean, it's been y'all need a lot. You just traded off half your your defensive linemen. We got Montez. Thank you. That's well, great they've got for a, us. they've got a ton of cap space. Is what they've got. It, it, the the Commanders do, and I think. The Dan Quinn hire, while underwhelming at first, I'm like intrigued enough by it. Yeah, he had Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, he got Atlanta. To the, he's trying to follow the same formula. He got Atlanta mm-hmm. to the. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.